Hello, I'm Eric Nance, and you are listening to episode 10 of the Our Weekly Highlights podcast for issue 2020-42, released on October 19th, 2020. This week's issue was curated by Ryo Nakagawara with help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. Visualizing multidimensional data is a powerful way to convey key trends and insights, especially with the advancements in graphing libraries in the R ecosystem. One can see the enormous impact of Hans Rosling's provocative animations of income and lifespan as part of the Gapminder project for how powerful this technique can be. Spatial data is another rich data source for visualizing changes in various characteristics over time, such as our first highlight for today. Dominic Royer, a climate scientist and postdoctoral fellow at the University of Santiago de Compostela, wrote a comprehensive tutorial on his blog on how he produced a smooth animation of daily maximum temperatures within European countries. Dominic's post covers the process of obtaining and understanding the source data in net CDF format, one of the ubiquitous spatial data formats easily imported into R via the raster package. He next shows how to derive the average maximum temperature for each day and leveraging multiple CPU cores for the parallelization and applies low S regression for smooth animation transitions. He concludes the post with obtaining the key geographic mapping metadata and producing the plots via ggplot2 and stitching them all together with the GIFSKI package. Dominic has many other spatial data animations linked on his website if you're interested in seeing more examples of spatial data in action. Many of today's popular sports are employing modern analytical techniques to find optimal strategies for winning as well as how to choose the best players for a team. While baseball was one of the first to adopt this mindset via sabermetrics, other sports such as football, or soccer as known in the U.S., have begun to harness the vast array of new data sets to join this movement. Tony Elhabar, fellow R Weekly team member and soccer fan, was inspired by a tutorial on leveraging non-negative matrix factorization, or NNMF for short, to reveal individual player contributions characterized by spatial components. The author of the original tutorial, Devin Pluler, used Python and IPython notebooks to share the code. So Tony has authored a blog post that details how he was able to leverage R with a little help from Python to replicate the analyses. Tony's post is a great example of finding the best tools for a given task given the requirements of an analysis, such as using the highly regarded data.table package to accomplish non-equi joins of datasets and still leveraging Python for the NNMF executions, but calling those routines with reticulate. What follows is a great mix of data wrangling, analysis, and visualization with the tidyverse, and how he was able to convert other Python processing code to native R code. For those of you who are looking for examples of performing robust analyses using multiple languages, Tony's post is highly recommended. In our last highlight for today, 
small form factor computers have become, become a staple in modern technology in this era of embedded systems and the Internet of Things, driven a lot by ARM processors, same processors as what drive most modern cell phones. One of the first mainstream devices that originally had a focus on education and now is used by many technology enthusiasts is the Raspberry Pi. There are countless possibilities on what these small yet increasingly powerful devices can be used for, no matter for a hobby project or in production workflows and systems. David Schock, a presidential fellow at the University of Manchester, embarked on a small adventure detailed in his blog with creating a task list dashboard with a Raspberry Pi connected to a small e-paper display. On the hardware side, no soldering was required to connect the Pi to the display, which obviously makes things a bit easier. As for what is driving the content on the software side of things, David shares the step-by-step -step instructions in his blog for installing the necessary system libraries for the connection, including a Python library, and then using R with the G calendar package to obtain his daily calendar events from Google, and then showing the task to display in the dashboard via ggplot2 and exporting that to an image for use with the visual with the e-reader display. This is only one example of some of the cool things you can do with a little intuition and a little creativity. And with the price point of these devices, such as a Raspberry Pi being quite affordable, the only limit is your imagination. Those are your R Weekly highlights for today. As with every week, the issue has a great collection of resources, such as predicting class membership for the Datasaurus Dozen with Tidy Models, an update to the GERT package for interacting with Git from R, and much more. Head to rweekly.org for every link in this and previous issues. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to add this podcast to your favorite podcast client so you can have each new episode delivered straight to you for listening. Have a great week, and we will be back with another batch of R Weekly highlights next week.